Welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. We're at minute 59 of Titanic. Uh, In this minute, Rose comes down the grand staircase and Cal ignores Jack. Um, So... I guess we should start with what we what we start with here, which is um, Cal comes down the the steps um, with uh, with Ruth of all people, Rose's mom, and uh, I have a question: Should he be escorting her with his arm? Do you think? I Why not? Don't, I don't know the answer to that. Because he he's not; he's just sort of walking casually with her. So I was, it kind of struck me as, you know, he's walking with the the mother of his fiance. In this sort of in this sort of situation, seems I, like you should you know be a gentleman about it. I don't know. I, I don't know the rules of etiquette for this type of situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us do. Um, so Cal, he he's um, he sees the Countess and is very excited, um, but they totally ignore or don't even see, or don't even notice that Jack the insect is there. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be that they don't even recognize him because he looks so different yeah he uh he has his hair all slicked back um did you guys is this like a thing i did or did you guys ever when you were younger like slick your hair back like that and like that's how you attempted to look cool yes no Um, but well probably i did it around fifth grade i think i started to do that because like i long story made short i started puberty very early and had to figure out what to do with my hair (laughs) and like like which which hair oh hey family podcast um but I, i i tried to slick my hair back but my hair is very very puffy and very thick so it didn't work out well See, I never did it in public. I would just like slick my hair back and be like, "Hey, um, this is just what a talk, cool guy looks just like." Just talk to yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, Joe, you never did that. I'm sure I've done all kinds of embarrassing things with my hair that I just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably best for just for yeah. It's, it's like the only embarrassing thing that I don't obsess over and remember all the time. <laughs> um, so. Rose um, is walking down the stairs and she sees Jack all dressed up and kind of going back to what uh, we were talking about yesterday with Chris. I like the scene and this is like I think where the momentum of the movie really, really starts to, you know, get going. And they're just, uh, just a little adorable little couple. We have a new outfit for Rose. We do have a new outfit for Rose. Um, her dining salon outfit. Dining saloon outfit. Oh no! Oh no, oh, Joe! I don't god. want another salon for saloon thing. Oh my god! <laughs> so wait, which was it? It's salon or saloon? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting so mad. Um, dining Joe's saloon. Not... Dining saloon. 
According to my James Cameron uh, Titanic book, which is a gift from Joe, uh, they have some costumes here, and it is Rose's dining saloon outfit. So, I bought it used, FYI, just (laughs) so anyone was worried. (laughs) (laughs) You stole it. Um, I have a... I have a kind of random uh, factoid, but in the commentary, uh, James Cameron was talking about how at the time uh, there was actually kind of, he actually almost didn't consider casting Kate Winslet because she had already been in so much English stuff. And I guess he claims that she was kind of known as Corset Kate because she had been in so much uh, period stuff. Hmm. So now that's in my head. Corset Kate. I mean, she was in a... I mean, I guess like a lot of her movies before this were, but I mean, it's not like she had a huge filmography before this either. She might have had a different reputation in uh, England too. Yeah. Because um, I mean, no one had heard of Kate Winslet really in the US before this. I mean, the generally. I guess just like Peter Jackson fans maybe. Yeah, people who saw Heavenly Creatures and... Uh, oh. She was in Sense and Sensibility. Okay. So that would probably be where American audiences knew her best from. Yes, but, that's what she was nominated as an But, for an you know, for. not exactly a monoculture. <laughs> no. <laughs> like teenage boys were not seeing Sense and Sensibility. I mean, it's actually interesting. Um, maybe I just want to start this and we don't have to continue down this path. But um, it is interesting that in this movie, it's a romance story, right? And, it, and, and like, what happened in America wasn't that... Kate Winslet became like the babe that everyone went crazy about. It was the opposite. Where like like young girls were nuts about Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I Kate Winslet did not get quite the same treatment in that she was not on like teen magazines and stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. Um and I I knew we were going to kind of get into this at some point, but there was always kind of a gross debate about Kate Winslet's weight. Yeah, it's gross. It's super gross and you know, I only bring this up because this is I remember hearing it in high school like people would say Kate the cow. And even back it's then awful. I, I was it's thinking terrible. I'm like it's awful. It, it's it's horrible and even back then I'm like what? What uh, number one it's horrible. But then like even beyond that, I mean not that it matters like she's not not that big. She's beautiful. She is she's, stunning. She, she's gorgeous and probably maybe my you know Hollywood crush to this day. But, but yeah, there was and doing you know the Google Group Monday thing. There's a lot of posts about it, and they're all creepy. Like even the people who defend her, they're doing it in a creepy way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember it too, and it's stupid. And it's just like, I think as this movie goes on, we just realize, like, it, even the idea of that seems so stupid. Like, it just seems so insane now. Um, I will say, um, kind of going back to this dress a little bit, uh, this is my new number two dress, guys, on the rankings. I really like this dress. I like the gloves. Big fan of the gloves. This is number two behind the boarding outfit. <laughs> Duff, yeah, uh, on I, your dress I, rankings. I, 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 going forward, I'm going to have to like make an actual spreadsheet or a word doc with pictures of the dresses to, cause we're getting to like, was this like four or five now? I think this is like number five. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I think the red does her a lot of favors. 
Yeah, yeah, big fans. Joe, Joe, what do you think about this dress? Wake up, Joe. Um, that's fine. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, she looks great. Um, so she comes on the stairwell, and uh, and Leo grabs her hand and and kisses her hand, and he says he saw it in a Nickelodeon once. Um, I know we know this, but case listeners don't, Nickelodeons were the uh, first type of uh, like indoor theater space dedicated to show, showing movies and they normally cost five cents so hence nickel yep. and they were big during this time like 1905 through like 1915 they were at the height of their popularity um, yeah as, I think so that's true this fits in um, I do have um, some more grand staircase facts for you guys that's the good stuff right there um, this is more about the staircase that uh, was built for this movie. They rebuilt decks A through D were accurately built to the correct proportions. Um, the original staircase was seven levels. It went from the boat deck to the E deck. So this is uh, a few less than that. So I believe this scene is Jack going from the A deck to the B deck. Um, and then just off the B-deck level staircase were the two millionaire suites as well as two enclosed first-class entry foyers along each side. And the bulk of B-deck was occupied by first-class cabins. So that would explain the sort of the clientele he's seeing here and how he's, you know, begins the scene being a bit uncomfortable. The James Cameron model, you guys are going to love this. This is uh, vintage James Cameron, was 30% larger than the original Grand Staircase. <laughs> He made nice. it bigger? He made it bigger. It's 30% larger. The proportions are the same, but it's actually larger. Um, Maybe to accommodate cameras? Uh, it was actually yeah, because people... It's that, but also people are bigger now than they were in 1912. And so like, it was really awkward to have two people walk down the staircase side by side. Um, so they just made it larger to, to sort of you know make that seem less awkward as they walked down the steps. Um this one is reinforced with a steel frame, unlike the original, which is made of all oak. Um, they had one extra step here. There's 13 here versus 12 in the original. And um, a lot of it's wood, but a lot of it isn't. It's um, like plastic casters to look like wood. Shocking, shocking fact here is an attempt to uh, save some money. Hmm. But that, That's the only time in the whole movie they, did, yeah. they attempted that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it is incredible that they rebuilt i mean they rebuilt this thing for like four stories of this incredible st staircase that you know spoilers they just fill with water yeah and th that <laughs> that prompts something i often think about is maybe not as much now that things are so much cgi but back in the you know say 2000 and back if you worked on like a special effects movie and you were a model painter or builder or something, it must have always just been bittersweet because you were building something and you knew it was just going to be destroyed. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like, I wonder if there's like an emotional attachment. Like if, you know, if you, I mean, I think there are a lot of models in something like Independence Day and if you knew, it's like, oh, I finally finished these, and they're just going to light them on fire. <laughs> but at least, like, a model is smaller. This is, like, a full-scale thing. <laughs> it's like yeah. a full-scale room at your building. Yeah. Well, um, 
We've got a lot of listeners, don't we, guys? Yeah, Dozens. I mean, it's it's going well, guys. And uh, I mean, we've got. I mean, I'll admit we've got some mixed feelings about this a little bit, but uh, overall, I'm pretty excited about it. And we really do owe it to our listeners. We've uh, uh, we've got our first uh, sponsor. What? Yeah, um, we we kind of came up with a partnership that's pretty organic. And I'm pretty excited about it. And uh, it's our, our friends at Podience. And Podience is uh, a really new, uh, it, really new product. I think I might be one of the first people to use it. And um, I know I know Duff has has tr- trouble with this as well. It's you're, you're recording your podcast. You've got roommates. You've got neighbors. You've got pets. Significant uh, others. Yeah. And and you you want to have a good pristine recording environment, but you can't afford a studio. Podience brings that studio to your home. It it is pretty much uh, gets set up like a pop up tent, and uh, what 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 really sets it apart is the features. Let, let me go through them a little bit. First of all, it's soundproof. It's got ambient lighting, uh, a built in microphone, and then uh, your laptop or PC uh, or Mac, whatever you happen to use, hooks right into the USB connection, and and all that i'm sure you're like you know what i can rig up all that stuff on my own with some foam or whatever here's where it gets really exciting uh what podience does is it automatically syncs with your facebook feed and it looks up everyone who you've ever ended a relationship status with and actually projects their image along the sides of your podience recording tent to give you an audience hence audience and what we've got here is um it, it, it's got this sort of intuitive feature here it, it pulls right from the facebook feed and it will the all algorithm will look into the photos of um these men or women and it pulls representative photographs laughing smiling looking serious and attentive and it actually dynamically can interact with the content of your recording as you're talking to project the proper uh, facial reactions into your audience. Now, here's where it gets really exciting. We've got a promo code for you guys. If you enter the promo code STEERAGE, again, promo code STEERAGE, you can get this audience tent for $250. Oh, man. You should know this goes up to $500 in May. So if you can get in earlier with our promo code, you get it for $250. And you get an extra add-on feature. Uh, I actually didn't tell Duff and Rob about this one. It's called their uh, rear view mirror feature. What it does is it takes every uh, person who has blocked you and it puts them in the back of your audience tent and gives you a little mirror in the front where you can see them. (laughs) Then it takes every woman who you've searched for the most late at night and it puts them up in front of you so you can see them as you're recording. And it uses uh, download metrics, and the more downloads you're getting, the farther away the those women in your rearview mirror will appear. Hmm. Pretty genius product, and I can tell you it's working really, really well right now. And I really owe it to our listeners who are uh, spreading the word about this podcast. I can barely see the women in my rearview mirror. It's incredible what they can do in Silicon Valley these days. Real confidence So again, booster. that's the the so website you go to is Podience. That's P O D I. E-N-C-E dot biz and the promo code <laughs> you're looking for is steerage 
So um, they they're you know when you use that promo code, they'll know that you came from our podcast, and uh, you know that's a great way to support the work that we do. Absolutely. Um, are you guys ready to go back to Titanic? Uh, I don't know. It sounds like an amazing product, and I'm gonna. Go it, sure does. <laughs> it sure does. Sure does. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's definitely real. Yeah, they're paying. They're paying us to do this episode. You support so, us. Yeah. You support us when you buy your own. Way better than stamps.com. I know we have a lot of listeners who are making their own podcasts, and and I know they're probably just as lonely as we are. So <laughs> it seems like a great product. <laughs> so thank thanks to our friends for audience. So um, anything more on the staircase that we got to talk about? Um, we just we just uh, this minute ends with the. Uh, uh, Jack and Rose um, uh, approaching and uh, and uh, you know beginning she's Rose is beginning to introduce Jack we're not there yet but um, on the way down we didn't really talk about how Jack actually puts his hand out to shake uh, to shake Cal's hand and it's gets- extremely relatable and awesome it's so awkward and hilarious and the way he he reacts to it is extremely funny are are we sure that Cal didn't recognize him and just wanted to own him in that moment? He absolutely owns him. There's no yeah, question so about it. I think so too. I don't think Ruth recognizes him, but I think Cal is just like I'm just going to ignore that handshake. Yeah, good decent possibility that he did see him. Um listeners, you know, we've told you one way you can support us. Another way is you could go to titanicminute.com slash newsletter and sign up for Sinking Feeling. Uh, that comes out every Saturday morning. It is fantastic. Um, and, uh, guys, do you have anything else on Minute 59? No, I'm ready for happy hour. All right. We'll be mm-hmm. back tomorrow. You can go buy some Podience tents. Po- yes. Go buy some Podience tents. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with an ad-free minute. It's happy hour. Um We'll be back tomorrow for Minute 60.